0: You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Truth be told. Okay, mga katotohanan dapat na may And we are actually discussing the parables of Jesus in the Bible, and it is an invitation for us to dig deeper into the revelation of God. Because sometimes when you hear the Word of God, you could not get it right away. So you will seek more, you will dig more so that you'll know that revelation because that revelation is so important in our lives. Gusto nating maintindihan at maunawaan ang salita ng Panginoon. Amen? Kaya nga po yan ating pinag-aaralan. At tayo po ngayon ay week na. At ang pag-uusapan nga po natin is the parable of the prodigal son. At next week, the parable of the good Samaritan. At sa pagtungtong ng November, dahil eight week puyan. yan, eh, puro parables po ni Jesus yung ating pag usapan Kaya excited din po ako na mag-preach na yung araw na ito. Ang ating topic is the parable of the prodigal son. Okay. Now, kayo po ba'y nasubukan ng mawala ng isang bagay sa inyong buhay? ha huh? Sino bang nasubukan na nang mawala ng cellphone? Hindi <laughs> ba? Sakit ano? Lalo pinaghirapan ninyo? Lalo na hindi mo naman sa Green Hills binili. Kung binili mula lang siguro sa, sa Green Hills, sa Reklu, Okay lang, mawala. Pero kapag ka, ang isang bagay na nawala sa'yo, isang napakahalaga, talagang medyo manghihinayang ka. Hindi po ba? Eh bagay lang po yun, ka na. Eh, how much more kung nawala sa'yo ay bagay na mahalaga sa puso mo? Sino po rito nawalan ah, nawala mo ng boyfriend at saka girlfriend? Meron ba? Masakit nun. Hindi lang basta nawala eh. Kinuha. Diba nga? Diba? Ang sokit naman yun, Ilang taon na lumilipas. Gagayon, naaalala mo pa rin. Hindi ka pa rin makatulog sa gabi. Okay. No, ang pag-uusapan naman natin ay walang kinalaman sa pagkakawala ng boyfriend at girlfriend. My only point is, pag may isang bagay na nawawala sa iyo lalo na hindi lang bagay, kundi tao, lalo na mahalaga sa masakit ho yun. At yun naranasan ng isang ama sa Parable of the Prodigal Son, kung paano minsan yung kanyang anak ay umalis. Pero sa Parable of the Prodigal Son, ang pag-uusapan po natin, is not just the rebellious son, but also the religious son and how the father's love became operational at that situation. Tumayo po tayong lahat sa oras na ito. Basahin po natin ang Luke chapter 15 verse 22. Isa lamang po yung verse dahil mahaba itong verse ating pag-aaralan. Anyway, isa-isa kung pupuntaan ang bawat verse na yun. Kaya ito po yung pinaka-key verse sa buong parable na ito. Luke fifteen twenty-four. 24. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. Let's bow our head. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this opportunity that we can truly meditate on your word. Give us the wisdom. Give us divine illumination of your word. We entrust you everything. Prepare our hearts, O oh God, that we may receive your word, Lord God, with love in our hearts. Thank you so much, God. We honor you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. We are going to dwell more on the demonstration of the Father's love, which was seen in His forbearance, second, in His forgiveness, and in His fairness. Ano man pong ibig sabihin ng tatlong bagay nito, isa-isa po nating dadaanan. Okay. First, His forbearance. Now, before, mapapansin po natin na bago, kung kayo nagbabasa ng Bible at binasa niyo yung sa Luke chapter 17, doon po sa chapter and before, the prodigal son, meron po ng parable of the lost ship at saka parable of the lost coin and then the parable of the prodigal son. Halos iisa ho ang mensaheng binabanggit dito. Kung papaano ang Diyos ay nagbibigay ng pagpapahalaga sa mga bagay na nawawala, lalo na ang nawawalang anak ng Dios Diyos. Okay? Ang nawawalang, isang waraminis, I mean naliligaw ng landas sa kaniyang buhay. Now, dito po makikita natin sa prodigal son, Una, yung forbearance of the father, his tolerance, his his ability to, to endure. Sabi po nito in Luke 15 verse 11 to 12, And he said, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. He, he divided his property between them. The son dishonors his father in such a way that he was asking for his share of property while his father was still alive. Tama ba nakunin ng isang anak yung kanyang mana na hindi pa ibinibigay ng tatay sa kanya and the mere fact na yung tatay ay buhay, buhay pa, e eh dinidishonor niya na kaga yung kanyang tatay. Amen? By getting the share of his property. Now, bahagi po ng kultura, lalo na sa mga Hudyo, yung panganay na anak may tinatanggap na double portion at yung anak na pangalawa is sama one third lang so sa panganay is two third yung sa pangalawang anak o yung susunod is one third okay it is in the prerogative of the father when to give the share or yung mana sa kaniyang mga anak it is in his prerogative but most of the time, culturally, kapag kayong father ay nag-retire na sa trabaho, dun niya sasabihin sa kanyang manak, Okay, this is the two-third of my property, this is the one-third of my property. Accepted sa kanila yun dahil ganun yun. Bakit? Double portion yung ng panganay dahil kapag kayong tatay ay hindi na makapagtrabaho. Ibig sabihin, pati yung pagsuporta sa kanya, yung panganay na anak na nakatoka sa kanya, ang father pa rin ang gumawa ng paraan para siya masuportahan. Are you there? Okay, kaya ganun ho yun. Kaya yung panganay na anak, sa yung nag-aalaga kapag ang tatay niya ay wala na sa kakayanan na magtrabaho. Kaya double portion yung kanyang tinatanggap. Now, itong younger son was so immature and it's so evident by the kind of actions that he did. Sabi niya, father, give me the share of the property that is coming to me. Paano natin nasabing the son dishonors his father? It's another way of saying I wish that you're dead so I could get my property. I wish you no longer exist. I want my property more than you. Suma tatay rito, ano mararamdaman niyo? Diba masakit 'yon when your son dishonors you. Maybe the father had a lot of things in mind concerning his son. Marami siyang plano sa kanyang dalawang anak. At ako'y naniniwala through, the demonstra- through, through this parable na yung tatay, mahal na mahal niya. Yung kanyang mga anak dahil ang parable ratio ay demonstrate ng pagmamahal ng Diyos Ama sa bawat isa sa atin. Mari yung Ama, pinalalago yung kanyang asyenda, pinapalago yung kanyang negosyo nang sa ganon kapag ka dumating na yung sandali na sa ay mag-retire. May bigay niya sa kanyang anak ng may kasaganaan ang mga bagay na kanyang pinaghirapan. Maraming marahil plano ang tatay at siya'y malakas pa at gusto niyang gabayan yung kanyang anak sa tamang langdas kung papanong magnegosyo, kung papanong mabuhay at kung papanong magdesisyon ng tama. Unfortunately, itong younger son ay may ibang klase ng spirito. Sabi niya, Dad, bigay mo na sa akin yung manako. Oh. Marahil gusto niya ng gumastos. Gusto niya nang bilhin yung mga bagay na gusto niya but probably he was being restrained because hindi pa niya hawak yung mga ari-arian o yung mana na mapupunta sa kanya. If there's one thing that we can learn about this, is this. Wag mong kunin yung isang tamang bagay sa maling panahon. Don't take something right if it is on the wrong time. Nasubukan nyo na bang kunin kay Lord yung isang bagay na wala pa sa tamang panahon? Sino po rito mga estudyante? Taas ang kamay. Sige, parang wala nang gustong magtaas. Huwag nyong hanapin si Mr. Right sa wrong time. You may have the right love, but if it is at the wrong time, it's still wrong. Minsan, in our prayers, we are so insistent, hindi ba? Lord, gusto ko ngayon na, ngayon na, ngayon na. Kaya yung tongues mo, prayer yung tongues mo, parang gano'n na rin. Ngayon na, ngayon na, ngayon na. Lord, ngayon na, ngayon na, ngayon na. Sinasabi, hindi pa anak panahon, you must learn how to wait. There are things that God would like to give to us at the right time when we already have the necessary maturity to be a good steward of it. Yung anak kulang pa siya sa kaalaman. Younger brother niya siya eh. Younger son. Wala pa siyang sapat na kaalaman. He was not yet prepared to make an investment. To make good in business. He was probably just being mentored by his dad. But he already would like to go away and spend his share of property. Kaya yung tatay, bagamat dinidishonor siya ng kanyang ama, look at the forbearance of the father. Siguro kung yung ibang tatay yon malamang baka sinampal na siya. Tama? You are dishonoring me. Buhay pa ako kinukuha mo na yung mana mo. Or maybe kung tatanungin niyo yung older brother, baka ma-may sinuntok niya na yung kaniyang kapatid na yon. Dahil sa maling paraan ng you know, pagkuha ng kanyang property sa maling panahon. At masyadong offending yon sa tatay. Pero hindi gano'n yung naging puso ng isang ama. Ang puso ng isang ama, sa parable na ito, isang amang maunawain. Hindi siya controlling. He respects our freedom. Alam nyo, minsan na-abuse natin yung freedom na ibinibigay sa atin ng Diyos. instead of using the freedom that we have to do the will of God, we are using that freedom to go against Him. Minsan o, no, ganun tayo sa ating Diyos. Pinipilit natin yung isang bagay na hindi pa because nagdi-decision tayo not on the basis of what is right but on the basis of our emotion. Especially the younger ones, we are so emotional that we think everything that we do, everything that we decide is right. Bisan we are just being driven by our emotion without us knowing it Imbis na maging objective tayo, nagiging emotional tayo. At pag ikaw ay naging emotional in making decision, certainly you will make a wrong decision. Lalo na kung ang lahat ang nakikita, mali yung tatahakin mong langdas, at ikaw lang nakakita na tama, medyo mag isip ka. Amen. In the presence of many counselors, there is safety. Now, yung anak na ito, dinis-honor niya yung kanyang tatay. At alam ko yung tatay ay nasaktan nang mas mahalaga pala sa aking anak hindi ang aming relasyon hindi ang aming pinagsamahan hindi ang aming pamilya mas mahalaga pala sa kanya yung kayamanan ko in verse 13 not many days later the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country and there he squandered his property in reckless living could you imagine this son after taking the share of property instead of just living nearby, anong sabi ron? Malayo. Ito ay far country. Malayo. Anong ibig sabihin ito? Para niyang sila sabihin, Dad, I don't need you anymore. I can do it on my own. Hindi na kita kailangan, hindi ko na kailangan yung mentorship mo. Kaya ko na ito. Kaya tangginawa niya para wag siyang mapakailaman ng tatay niya. So lumayo siya at nagpunta ng ibang bansa. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. Say, reckless living. Walang pakundangang paggastos. So, imagine ninyo yung kanyang buhay nung siya ay papalayo sa kanyang ama. palagi nyo, anong nararamdaman ng isang abang tunay na nagmamahal sa kanyang mga anak? Nalulungkot, nasasaktan. Habang umaalis, siguro na sa isipan ng ama. Anak, kung alam mo lang, Ko plano ko para sa iyo. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope in a future, but you refuse. Ayaw man ama, but he allowed his son to go. Instead of restraining him, instead of controlling his life, this loving father just let his son go. It's letting go. It's just another way to say I love you so. Sometimes goodbyes are not forever. (laughs) Maybe the father said it doesn't matter if you're gone. I still believe in us together. (laughs) I understand more than you think I can. You have to go out on your own so you can find your way back home. So, yung anak ay lumayo na nasasaktan ng puso ng ama, hindi binigay ng, binigay ng yung share ng property, but it doesn't mean ibinigay ng tatay yung kanyang blessing sa kanyang anak. I ho yun. Iba yung binigay niya yung property because of his forbearance, because of his tolerance, but it doesn't mean buong puso yung blessing talaga ng isang tatay ay ibinigay sa kanya. Magkaiba yun. And so, anong ginawa nito? He squandered his property in wild living. Now, kung dadali natin yan sa ating panahon ngayon, marahil pagdating niya doon sa bansa na kung saan ay nagpakalayo-layo na siya sa kanyang ama, marahil malayo, kung nasa sa nya, tatay niya, siguro nagpunta siya ng north. Siguro kung ano ginawa, gumastos siya, bumili siya ng isang kondo. Diba? Kung yan ay sa panahon natin. At pagkatapos ay bumili siya ng mga alahas niya. Ah, Siyempre, sikat siya, eh. marahil, hindi niya, na, hindi niya natikman yung, yung ganyang klase ng uh, luxury during when he was still with his father. Bumili siya ng magandang sasakyan, bago. Kasi marahil, yung sasakyan ng tatay niya, ang inihiram niya. At pagkatapos, marahil, bumili siya ng maraming gadget para makapag-Pokemon siya ng matagal. Iba-iba. Okay. Kung yan ay nangyari sa ating panahon malamang, ganyan ang kaniyang ginawa. Ngunit nagdaan pa ang mga araw at ang landas niya ay naligaw. Siya ay nalulong sa masamang bisyo. Marahil labas-masok siya sa kasino, inom dito, inom doon. At marahil na-involve din siya sa droga. Siguro hindi pa presidente si Digong nun. Kaya malakas ang kanyang loob. At naniniwala ba kayo na hindi po pwedeng makasatisfy ng buhay natin ang salapi. Ang pera, gusto nating lahat yan, Tama ba? Gusto nyo pera? Okay. Walang may ayaw ng pera, pero ang pera is a tool, not God. So dahil sa marami siyang pera, he was longing for more. Hindi na-satisfy ng material na bagay, hindi na-satisfy ng sasakyan ng magandang kondo, hindi na-satisfy na mga gadget Dahil ang manumang bagay sa mundong ito, kailanman ay hindi makasasatisfy ng ating puso. Only Jesus Christ can satisfy our hearts. We are not extremists. Hindi ko sinasabing hindi natin kailangan yan. Kailangan natin ang mga bagay na rin ito sa buhay natin. But ang tunay na kaligayahan ay hindi makukuha sa mga bagay na ito. So hindi siya nakontento. And ano pang ginawa niya? Kumuha siya ng mga prostitute sa kanyang buhay could you imagine 6 times a week may lipahinga naman may linggo okay so marahin ito ang kanyang naging buhay hanggang sa talagang nasira na yung kanyang buhay na ubus na lahat yung kanyang property now dumating ito yung sandali sabi ng Luke chapter 15 verse 14 and when when he had spent everything a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. Siguro dumating yung Lawin, yung Yolanda, magkakasunod. <laughs> At nagkaroon ng tagutom sa lugar na yon, sa bansang yon. Alam niyo kung bakit nagkaroon ng tagutom sa bansang yon? Bakit? Andun siya. <laughs> Naalala nyo ba yung barko na sinakya ni Jonah? Kung bakit nagkakaloko-loko yung sinakya ni Jonah? Hindi dahil siya may balat, kundi dahil dinis-obey ni Jonah si Lord. Kaya nagkaganon himik tahitahimik nung, nung barko na kanya sinasak dahil nando doon siya at nagdi-disobey siya kay Lord, patay yung napahamak. Mga kapatid, kung wala ang blessing sa ni Lord, kahit yung pupuntahan mo, supposed to be a bless, ay eh, naman minsan, nadideprime ng blessing dahil sa iyo. ma Dahil may idinidil ang Lord sa buhay mo. Be blessed ka ni Lord sa lugar kung saan kanya dinadala. Amen. At kapag nililis uh, ka ni Lord, pati yung lugar na pinuntahan mo at doon ka niya dinala, pati yun mapagpapala sa buhay mo. Amen? Amen? Can we praise God for that? <laughs> now, so sabi natin, sabi nito, nagkaroon ng taggutom So, and he began to be in need. Siguro dati, lahat ng masasarap na pagkain at itikman niya, anything, pupunta lamang siya sa buffet, Mari pupunta siya sa Bellevue, sa Acacia, Sa bibiray. Marahil yung kanyang umaga, hapuna, tanghalian. Lahat doon sa mga na yun. It all you can. Hanggang sa maubos na yung kanyang pera, there was not even probably a sense of thinking about investment. Of thinking about putting his money on the bank. Why? Because he was immature. At pinapakita yun ng kanyang mga actions. So in verse 15 ng sabi ron, so he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. In the Eastern culture, mga kapatid, para sa kanila, ang baboy ay hindi, ay maruming hayop. Kaya nga, yung iba sa sa kanila, hindi ko makakain ito. Tingin nila maruming hayop yun. So, for somebody like him who came from a good family, from a rich family, to feed pigs, masyadong degrading yon on his person. Andiyan po ba kayo? Ha? Kung ikaw naman eh may ari ka ng asyenda. Tatay mo may ari ng asyenda at kasama ko ka doon. Pagkatapos eh lumabas si eh, nagpapakain ka na lang ng baboy. What do you think would push him to such humiliating situation? Marahil talagang in need na siya. Maybe yung kanyang mga yung kanyang kondo, umalis na siya doon, hindi mabayaran. Okay? Marahil yung kanyang sasakyan, binenta na niya at ginasos na naman niya sa wild living. Marahil yung kanyang mga alahas, binenta na rin niya. pati mga damit niya, binenta na niya. Pati siguro yung Nike niya, binenta niya na lahat. Wala nang natira sa kanya hanggang sa sa ultimo pagbili niya ng pagkain ay wala siyang maibili ng pagkain. Kaya naitulak siya na kahit ang magpakain na lamang ng mga baboy ay tinanggap niya. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. Ultimo yung pagkain ng baboy para niya gustong kainin. What do you think would be the situation para kayo ay maitula kumain ng pagkain ng baboy? What do you think? when you are already starving to death. Amen? Amen? Eh, yes. e sa inyo nga lang, yung breast part ng chicken, ayaw yung kainin eh. Dahil kasi, para raw, ano, walang walang oil. Diba? Maselan pa tayo. Eh, ito, pods of the pig say eh. iksabihin, yung, ano ba sa tayo? Darak. Ah, in darak, yung pagkain ng baboy, anong magiging dahilan? Para kainin mo yun. Sinugutom na rito. Ako sabi ko, kumain kayo ng pagkain ng baboy, kakainin ninyo? Hindi pa, maliban kung it's already a matter of life and death. Are you there? Naalala nyo ba yung mga na, na natabuna ng mina na ilang araw na silang naroon? At sila mismo nagkukwento, pati damit nila, kinakain na nila? Why? Because of desperation, because of starvation. So, marahil geno na yung kanyang situation. Could you imagine to be, he used to be a co-heir with his brother, tagapagmana kasama ng kanyang kapatid, ng kayamana ng kanyang ama, because of his wrong decision, because of his wrong action, led him to his starvation. Ang masakit nun, pati pagkain ng baboy, yung sabiron and no one gave him anything. God, somehow, allowed this situation to be in his life for him to realize his mistakes. You know what? In the situation of life, real life, Misa natututo tayo ng mabisa sa mga pag nagsasuffer na tayo ng consequences ng mali nating disisyon. Tama? Pero pagka maganda pa buhay mo, wala naman eh, wala namang, nahu- wala namang humuhuli sa akin eh. ay okay lang ako. Malakas pa naman ako eh, pa naman akong pera. So, okay lang itong ginagawa ko. Ang masakit nun, pagka inabutan ka na, nana Pagdusahan mo na yung maling mga desisyon mo, dun mo marirealize na ikaw ay nagkamali. Is this the perfect will of the father in his life? If you are a father of this man, how would you feel if you learned that your son, who used to be part of, 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 of your family, suddenly would experience something like this? Marahil may nagkwento sa tatay, sabihin, Ang ah, nakita ko kung hindi yung anak, kawawang kawawa, payat-payat, wala na makain makain. Nakita ko nagtatrabaho, nagpapakain ng, ng baboy. Alam niyo mararamdaman ng tatay, para siyang mapapahiya eh. The son somehow disgraces his father. Parang, parang kung di alam ng mga tao yung sitwasyon, maraming isipin ng tatay, bakit iniisipin itong mga ito, pinabayaan ko yung aking anak, bakit nagkaganon. Tama ho ba? Halimbawa kung kayo, may kasama kayong anak na nasa mall, pinapasyal ninyo, pengiro yung anak nyo, ang dungis-dungis, tapos butas-butas yung damit. Kaninong reflection yun? Sa tatay o kaysa nanay. Di ba? ganda lang ng mga suot ninyo, may kaya kayo, naka-mercedes kayo, tapos yung mga anak nyo, sira-sira ang damit. Eh, yun. Di-, di-, di ba? Now, somehow, ganito yung nararanasan ng ama. Maraming nagbabalita sa kanya. Wala naman sinasabi yung tatay na, hayan mo siya magdusa. Nagkusa nag- siyang umalis, magkusa siyang bumalik. E, yung mga Ayun ang mga usual in dialogue sa drama, eh. Di ba? <laughs> Pero walang ganon sinabing tatay. Maraming hindi kumikibu yung tatay. Tinitis niya yung pain sa kanyang puso. Anak, kung alam mo lang kung gano'ng kita kamahal, hindi ka sana na magdudusa ng ganyan kung natutunan mong manatili sa aking piling. Amen. That's the love of God for you and me. As long as we stay in the presence of God, as long as we stay and be contented with the love of God, we are going to experience the provisions of the Lord in our lives. But sometimes, because we want to be so independent of God, we want to do it on our own, that later we suffer the consequences of our own sin and disobedience before God. But let us see in how this loving father demonstrated this love when eventually his son returned to him. That's my number two point, his forgiveness. In verse 17, says, But when he came to himself, in NIV version, when he came to his senses, in Tagalog version, nung siya'y matauhan, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread? But I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. Nung unang dialogue niya, Father, give me my share of my property. Then he went away to the other country. Ngayon, iniisip niya, Ang dami ng tatay ng servant. Narito ko nagugutom. Tapos sinisip niya, sasabihin ko sa ama ko, babalik ako sa kanya, sasabihin ko, ama, nagkasala po ako sa iyo at sa langit. Hindi na ako karapat dapat na anak. Magkaiba yung tono. Tama ho ba? Yung una ay yabang-yabang. So demanding. Yung pangalawa is very humble. Why? Minsan humility is being instilled on us when we are down there than when we are up there. That's why God allows us to be at the bottom of our lives for us to realize and to know and learn the meaning of humility. It is our broken spirit and a contrite heart that the Lord accepts. Sabi po rito, I am no longer, sabi niya, I am no longer to be called your son. When we you, you see yourself so unworthy before God, that's when humility is being instilled now sabi niya pina-practice niya sa isipan niya sa bago pa liko ko sa aking tatay itong sasabihin ko ako nagkasala sa langit at sa iyo hindi ako karapat dapat na yung tawaging yung anak tratuhin mo na labang ako bilang iyang isa sa iyong mga lingkod now dito makikita nyo how limited yung kanyang kaalaman patungkol sa kanyang ama because he was so much interested in getting the blessing the knowing his father Church, we are to be more interested who our God is than the blessings that He can give us. Bakit? Kasi ang sabi rito, treat me as one of your hired servants, gawin mo na lamang isa sa iyong mga lingkod. Hindi tinitingnan siya ng kanyang ama na alipin. Ang tingin sa kanya ay anak na tagapagmana. Kaya yung sabi ng tratuhin mo na ako bilang isa sa iyong malingkod is maling pananaw patungkol sa puso ng kaniyang ama. Church, we need to have the proper perspective, the proper view of the kind of God that we have. God is a loving God and if you are called children of God, therefore you are co-heirs with Christ. Amen. Ikaw ay kasamang tagapagmana di Kristo. Mahal ka niya and he, he would like you to have the best. God has called you to be the head and not the tail. He has great plans in your life. He doesn't want you to be in misery because you are children of God. We are children of God. Amen. Dapat ganoon natin, tinitingnan ng Diyos, wag, tayong, wag, wag natin tingnan yung ating sarili na alipin. Tingnan natin yung ating sarili na tayo po ay mga tunay na anak ng Diyos. Now, let me continue. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Now, listen to me carefully. Sabi while he was still a long way off, his father saw him. Bakit siya nakita ng kanyang ama pa Dahil yung kanyang ama. The day that his son left his house, day after day, the father would always be there looking ahead for the time that his son would return. At ang gusto ng ama, pag nakita niyo yung kanyang anak, handa siyang salubungin ang kanyang minamahal na anak. Marahil hindi naisipan ng anak na ganun siya kamahal ng kanyang ama, pero yung ama laging naroon. Numaanig sabihin natin, baka may nagbalita sa kanya. your son is coming, and the father prepared himself, I'm longing to be with my son. I'm waiting for this moment that he would return to me. So lagi siyang nag-aantay. Lagi siyang nananalangin sa pagbabalik ng kanyang minamahal na anak. Hindi na iniisip ng ama naman ang kanyang kasalanan. Ang ama ay handa na siyang tanggapin. Amen. That's why he sabihin, and his father saw him. Bakit? Paano niya nakilalang anak niya yun? Yun din ang dahilan. Kasi anak niya yun. Kaya alam niya kung paano maglakad. Alam niya kung paano kumilos. Why? Kilalang kilala niya ang kanyang anak. Mga kapatid, kilala lang kilala tayo ng ating amang sumasalangit. Amen. Alam ng Diyos kung ikaw ay may problema. Alam ng Diyos kung ikaw ay nalulungkot ngayon. Alam din ng Diyos kung gusto mo nang pumikit. <laughs> Bakit? Gesture mo pala, kilala lang kilala na lang Diyos. Amen. Yung mga tatay narito, kahit may kambal kayong anak, alam niyo kung sino si Pedro at si Wandon. Amen. Kasi kayo yung tatay. Pag hindi makilala, may pagkaduda kung, tata, kung kayo nga tatay hindi. God is so familiar with us, He knows when we are down and when we are rising up, God knows every bit, every detail about our lives. Alam din niya kung anong iniisip mo ngayon. Alam din niya kung magmamadali kang lumabas dyan mamaya dahil natatamaan ka ng mensahe. Alam ng Diyos yun. This father saw, him, nang makita sila. Anong nararamdaman? He felt compassion. Bakit? Siguro nakita niya, yung anak niya kasi nung umalis, robe, eh. It symbolizes that office royalty. Pero marahil bumalik yung anak niya, wala na yung robe. At marahil ay payat na payat. Marahil ay mahaba na yung kanyang mukha. Marahil ay kapal na nung kanyang bigote. Marahil ay talagang payat na payat na. Kung ikaw ay isang tunay na ma, hindi mo matitiis ng anak mo yung nagugutom. May mga enjoy na enjoy kayo pag nakita yung anak nyo, nagugutom? <laughs> sa akin po, bilang isang ama, ayaw na ayaw kong maririnig na yung anak ko sa akin, tay nagugutom ako. Hindi ko sinabi huwag isang dumain sa akin. Kaya lang, parang nagiging, dapat hindi nagugutom yung anak ko eh. Tama ko ba? Dahil ayoko yung anak ko yung nagugutom. Kaya pag nagsabi yung anak ko, nagugutom siya, naku, right away, bibilang ko agad ng pagkain. Because I see my relationship with God. Dahil ang Diyos ayaw din niya na tayo ay nagugutom. Amen? That's why we pray, we ask God for provision. And it is the joy of the Father to give us the things that we need to satisfy our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen? Now, dito sabi nito, He felt compassion na kita. Ang pagbabago. Nung kanyang anak, marahil malalim ang mata, payat na payat, maring gula-gulanit ang kanyang mga kasuotan. And you know what he did? He ran. Siya'y tumang tumakbo. Alam nyo ba, in the Eastern culture, bawal ho sa old person, especially to an old man to run. Ito po'y nagpapatibay, nagpapakita lang that he was undignified. Kasi nakarob siya Pag tumakbo siya, parang yung, yung robe niya gumaganon. So nakikita yung kanyang panloob. Okay? So, hindi appropriate sa so old man during that time na tumatakbo. Pero ang ibig sabihin nito na tumakbo yung tatay? Not only that he was excited, he did this undignified thing because what's at stake is for him meeting his son. And that is even more important than anything. Si Jesus ay isang Diyos na nagkatawang tao at tumanggap ng lahat ng klase ng kahihiyan, lahat ng klase ng parusa, pero tiniis niya Dal dahil sa kanyang pagmamahal sa bawat isa sa atin dahil yun lang ang paraan para tayo ay makapagbalik loob sa Diyos. Then he embrace Him sa pagkakayakap niya, Anak, para niya sinasabing, Hindi ko napapayagan na ikaw ay muli pang mawalay sa aking puso. Ikaw ay nagbalik, ikaw ay aking tinatanggap, ikaw ay aking pinapatawad. Ayoko na na ikaw ay muli pang mawalay. Amen. And the Bible says, he kissed him. Hindi niya kinonsider na ibang tao ang kanyang anak. Hindi niya kinonsider na rebelde yung kanyang anak. Ang nakita lang ng Ama, ito ang aking anak na nagbalik sa akin, period. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against you. There was that repentance. I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Hindi nao karapat dapat pang tawagin ng inyong anak. Merong pang karugtong yan. Nung pinapractice niya, hulaan ninyo kung ano. Ano pa? Make me as one of your hired servants. Kasama yung karugtong. Now, bago pa niya masabi yun, hindi pa siya tapos sa kaniyang sinasabi. Ito na kagad ang sabi ng ama sa kanya, But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hands and shoes on his feet. And bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. Hindi na siya pinatapos ng tatay niyang magsalita. Bakit? Dahil hindi na anak mahalaga sa akin ang mga bagay na maririnig ko pa sa iyo, yung mirfak na bumalik ka sa akin ay sapat na para maintindihan ko ang ibig mong sabihin. At hindi kita bilang isang alipin, ibabalik ko sa iyo kung sino ka dati sa aking asyenda. Amen. Come on. Bring quickly the best robe. I'm bringing back your royalty. You are part of this royal family. Best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hands and shoes on his feet. Bucket ring, it's signs of the covenant. It's a, it's, a, it's a sign of authority. Binabalik ng Panginoon yung authority sa kanya. Binabalik ng Panginoon yung kanyang relationship sa kanya. You are my son and I am your father. At sabi, shoes on his feet. Binabalik siya sa dating position. Blessed are the feet of those who bring the good news. Binabalik ko muli ang tungkulin sa iyo, anak. Huwag mong isipin yung mga property na nawala. Higit kang mas mahalaga kaysa sa akin, kaysa sa mga property na iyong nawala. Church, ganun tayo kamahal ng Panginoon. Hindi na na ng dami ng ating pagbagsak at tinitig niya ay ang dami ng ating pagbangon. Na tayo ay kumakapit at nagtitiwala pa rin sa kanya na sa kabila ng ating kasalanan, bukas kamay ang Diyos na muli niya tayong tinatanggap sa kanyang kaharian. And there was a great celebration and feasting. Why? Dahil may isang kaluluwa dumumalik sa Diyos. Ang anak na ito ay muling nagbalik sa ama. For his son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to celebrate can we give God praise for that? Dalaway yung kanyang anak, hindi lang isa. What do you think would be the reaction nung isang, nung kanyang, nung kanyang brother? Now, dito nyo makikita yung fairness, nang pagmamahal lang ama sa kanilang dalawa. now tignan niyo Luke 15:25 to 27 that somehow we have this tendency in our lives to react. now his older son was in the field and as he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant and he said to him your brother has come and your father has killed the fat and cow because he has he has received him back safe and sound Eto, yung reaction ng anak. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and, and, and treated him. And he answered his father, Look, this many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed you. I never disobeyed your command. Yet, you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the and calf for him. Now, yung accusation ba ng ama, nung, nung anak sa kanyang ama ay tama? As if he was saying, you're so unfair! Bakit siya nag-rebell din sa'yo? Tinanggap mong muli, pagkatapos nagkaroon pa ng celebration, samatalang hindi mo yan ginagawa sa akin. Was the father unfair? Tinatanong ko po kayo. <laughs> Nagantay ako ng sagot. Unfair ba yung tatay? No. Tignan nyo, sa tingin lang niya yun, sa kanya lang palanaw yun. Pero tignan yung sagot. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad. For this, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Church, mahal tayo lahat ng Panginoon. Maraling ba sa inyo nagtataka, tagal-tagal nyo ng kristyano? Hanggang ay hindi pa rin ni Lord yung prayer ninyo. Samantalang mayroong kababagong kristyano lang, nag-altar ko lang nung linggo, lumapit lang dito, nagpray sa house in lot. May house in lot agad? <laughs> di ba pa rin? Parang, anong pera. Parang, parang, buti pa, dinala ko lang dito eh. Sana hindi ko na lang dinala, baka ako pa binigyan ni Lord ng house in lot. Sometimes we, we are so jealous whenever we see other believers, especially young believers, if they are being blessed by God. Learn how to wait for your own blessing if, because if you know how to wait for your own blessing, it will come. But there is a reason why God does the things that He did. Yung tatay, tignan nyo, bakit na ginawa? Kasi nga, gusto kong ipadama na siya, welcome muli sa akin. You know what? The father here, the love of the Father in this story, in this parable, is the picture of God's love for each and every one of us. Yun po yung larawan ng pagmamahal ng Diyos. At ito lang, dinidescribe to our Heavenly Father na nagmamahal sa atin at tagaantay ng ating pagbabalik. He loves you and me. This son of Him, na isang religious, yung isa rebelde, rebellious son, yung isang religious son, yung religious son, lagi siyang sumusunod sa kanyang tatay. Talagang lahat sinusunod niya. Pero, wala namang humility. May pagmamalaki. Ito yung sinasabi. Kaya ang kaligtasan natin is by grace. It's not by our good, good works. Because if salvation is by our good works, marami sa inyo magmamalaki. Ay, hindi naman ako adik. Hindi naman ako nakulong. Hindi naman ako pinagtangka patay dahil hindi naman ako adik. Kaya dapat lang ako pumunta ng langit. There is pride. To be religious does not necessarily mean to be Christian. You may be by the law. But if you fail to really come to know Jesus in a very personal way, you have no salvation. Because salvation is not by good works. Salvation is by grace alone. The love of the Father, God is fair in His love. Mahal tayo lahat ng Panginoon. The Bible says in First John 3, 1, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is, what we are. God's love never fails. Hindi tayo bibigoy ng pag-ibig ng Panginoon. Can we just bow down our head? Mahal tayo ng Diyos na kahit anong kasalanan at laki ng kasalanan ng gawa natin nanda siyang magpatawad. Gaano man kalayo ang pagtakbo natin sa kaniyang presensya, kita pa rin tayo ng Panginoon. Alam niya kung tayo naliligaw ng landas Alam niya kung mabigat ang ating dinaramdam dahil mahal ka ng Diyos alam niya lahat ng bagay patungkol sa buhay mo pati mga bagay na hindi mo sinasabi at binibigkas ng iyong bibig Pero ang Diyos ay patuloy pa rin nagmamahal nag-aantay sa iyo Stop struggling Stop doing it on your own Stop running away The Lord is waiting for you come back home Pangino maraming salamat sa iyong pag-ibig sa bawat isa we appreciate your goodness in our lives thank you for being so loving you even gave your one and only son on the cross for us to be saved so we can have genuine repentance and experience your salvation experience your fatherhood in us thank you God sa lahat po ng naririto, maaring bago kayo, maring first timer kayo, or for quite sometimes, nagpunta kayo, nagpupunta na kayo sa lugar na ito, but you still have no genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. I would like to give this opportunity for you. Kung nais niyong tanggapin ang Panginoon sa inyong puso, sa inyong buhay, I would like to pray for you. Pwede bang pakitaas niyo lang ang inyong kamay if you make that decision I will give my life in my heart to Jesus. Just lift up your hands. Don't mind the person beside you. Don't look around. This is your personal decision. Thank you for that hand. The Lord can see you well. Thank you. The Lord can see you. Salamat, kapatid, nakikita yun Panginoon. Narito ang Diyos. Tinitignan niya. siya. He has an open arms for you. Handa kanyang tanggapin kung magbabalik loob sa kanya. And that moment is now that if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. Thank you for that hand. I'm going to count one to three. Last call. This is your chance, your opportunity. God has been waiting for you. One, two, and three. Lift up your hands for the last time. Thank you, Jesus. Sa lahat po ng nagtaas ng kamay, with all humility, can you just stand up slowly? I'll pray for you. Lahat po ng mga nagtaas ng kamay, tayo lang po kayo, bukay mahiya. You are doing a great decision in your life. Sa lahat po ng nakatayo, I would like to congratulate you. Malayo pa lang kayo kahit hindi pa tayo nagpipray, kitang-kita kita na lang jos ang inyong pagbabalik. Can you just follow me in this simple prayer? Sabihin niyo Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo. Inaalay ko po sa iyo ang buhay kong ito. Patawarin mo ako, linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Panginoong Yesus, tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Salamat sa buhay na walang hanggan, sa karapatan maging anak ng Diyos. Praise God.